born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands work for change, my tongue sings the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Let's hold hands as we make a start. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum Welcome back respected listeners 91.3 FM is what you are tuned into My name is Muhammad Sheikh Bringing to you Born to Serve Featuring leaders in our community That have made a difference Are making a difference And whose legacy will continue Flourishing and nourishing many of us For many a generation to come Wherever you are I hope you are safe I hope you are well And I hope that the week has been pleasant and kind to you And that uh, inshallah you are looking forward to this program as much as I am uh, being in your company this evening. So yes, we travel again uh, back to Parkwood this evening and um, we are still uh, commemorating you know, the souls and the um, wonderful people in our community that have made a difference and this evening we are commemorating the life of uh, the mama of Masjid al-Sabr as we would call it and that is none other than Auntie Aisha Baruchi but talking about her and her involvement with us um, you know uh, in the community of Parkwood is Mr. Ridwan Blake Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh the Muhammad Sheikh and all the listeners of the Voices of the Cape. How are you keeping this evening? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, with the kudas of Allah, everything is Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, I think that's the way to go with everything in our lives. Um, that's the way to respond and that's the way to show appreciation to Allah. Def- definitely. So yes, uh, let us get an uh, let's get you know some insight into the life of uh, Mama Aisha Baruchi. Uh, perhaps give us a little bit about her background. Alhamdulillah, Mr. Muhammad. Uh, firstly, I want to mention, okay, that Buddha um, Yusuf Baruchi okay. obviously was a cornerstone of everything, but it's like, uh, you know, saying, mm. So this is really, you know, um, behind every uh, big man, there is a big lady. Mm. So this is the big lady, Anti Aisha Baruchi. You know, Buddha uh, Yusuf on the one end, he's like the lion, you know. Mm. Um, everybody who knows with the Bar- Baruchi was also obviously the <coughs> the treasurer of the MJC. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so many of this you will know, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, Yusuf used to talk a uh, uh, splendid uh, uh, English, I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. The English that you don't want to really hear, but okay, <laughs> we know about that. And um, on the other hand, um, you know, here's uh, the lion, and on and in uh, in, in but, uh, Yusuf Baruchi. And just the total opposite, hmm. you know. Um, and the Asa, soft-spoken, you know, soft-hearted, right. mm-hmm. always a smile. I don't think that I ever heard and the Asa mention any ugly word. Yes, yes, yes. Know? Wonderful. And uh, uh, it's just amazing that um, you know you, you get two opposite people mm-hmm. and they complement each other interesting um so are they from the uh, especially her were they part of the parkwood community and lived there for a very good time look at the aisha she stems from weinberg okay, okay. so obviously um but baruchi met her they he came from johannesburg and so they got married and so on um i would just say uh, elderson is probably 
Absolutely. But whilst we commemorating a trip down Parkwood with uh, some of the core members of that community, let's head back to the marketplace and we'll resume shortly thereafter. Keep it locked to 91.3 FM. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice. My hands will for change. My tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. My heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Let's hold hands as we make. Welcome back, respected listeners. My name is Muhammad Sheikh, and in memory lane this evening, as we commemorate our leaders in Parkwood, uh, Buta Yusuf Baruchi and his wife, Auntie uh, uh, Aisha Baruchi, their contributions, Buta Yusuf having charged the treasury portfolio since 1993, and uh, um, his wife standing side by side to him and accompanying him in that particular journey. We have with us Mr. Ridwan Blake, and uh, he's talking to us about their contribution uh, since then. So, so yes, uh, you know, standing side by side. So you say the first involvement was in 1993. 
Um, w- what was the setup back then? Just, you know, fresh from apartheid, Masjid al-Sabar. Was it still an up-and-coming, you know, environment? Uh, uh, what, was the, the, what was the situation like? Yes, you know, after after the apartheid, yes, yes, mm-hmm. 1995, I would say, you know, it was very uh, trying years. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody was uh, suddenly has this freedom and so on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Pakut is the brainchild of apartheid. For the past mm-hmm. 80 years, so, the Western you know, Palace Blood Transfusion with, uh, Service has been helping uh, people to celebrate another and, birthday. Um, a lot of poor people and right, so on. Right. So in that environment, you know, mm-hmm. Ati Aisha... Pataisu Baruchi, you know, working behind the scenes mm. at all times, ensuring that um, every year the fitra parcels and all those stuff are there. I, I remember the Aisha, uh, uh, even till day, so mm-hmm. whenever any massage will, will come to, to, to her door, you know, she will offer to do something for them, making some food. Or something offering to do something for them. Wow, so, you know, and, and this was her character since then already, since the nineties, and probably even before that. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. You know, these are really uh, people mm-hmm. that that we can only honor. And um, when you speak to a lady like Auntie Aisha, and you speak on general things, she will still like to go to Muslim school on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know, go to maybe Sheikh uh, Ibrahim uh, Moses classes or Mola Daud's classes and so on. And and if there is a call for like uh, Salatul Layl, then the Asia would come. Mm-hmm. If there is a call for, you know, in Ramadan special programs, she's there. Wow, so You know, so uh, yeah. And, and, and that is just the, the tip of the iceberg, I would say. Wonderful. So tell us a little bit about the Islamic Coordinating Council, the ICC. Um, You mentioned going back to the 80s already. Her role in there and uh, what was the situation back then that needed or warranted the formation of this? One of the main things that Auntie Aisha uh, was also passionate about was the the elderly. Okay. So the ICC has got the monthly program for the elderly Mm -hmm. where they, you know, all the elderly in, in, in in the... Surrounding area, not just Parkwood, Crossfit Park, Lotus River, uh, Steenberg, Lavendale, all those areas, okay. Mm-hmm. Then the most uh, elderly, right, they mm-hmm. will uh, arrange to have them picked up. But every month, without fail, they will have a program for them where the elderly gets treated with, um, say, from breakfast to lunch okay and then they will also invite um, uh, different to you to come and address the elderly so I think probably most of this youth out there mm-hmm. uh, and, and Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel Maladawud mm-hmm. a, a lot of them you know right. or, or most of them has probably you know uh, had an opportunity to address the elderly mm. uh, program that Auntie Aisha them runs so this is one thing that Auntie Aisha does, you know, so she will be, you know, the one that goes out door to door to the businesses to ensure that this program, you know, gets a notice and this program gets all the the necessary things that's needed mm-hmm. to ensure a successful program. Wonderful. Do you know of any particular challenges that she encountered in doing what she does best? 
uh, for the community? I remember the one time, um, uh, but I used to joke about this, um, Auntie Aisha uh, came to uh, the, the Oriental Plaza, if you remember still. Wow. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, <coughs> then she came with the booklet and so on. So n- uh, none of the guys there was aware that this is Aji Yusuf Baruchi's wife coming right. now. Uh-huh. So she came with a booklet and so on, and she was uh, walking around the, uh, the Oriental Plaza. Plaza, taking some donations and so on. And so the first guy put a tenner in <laughs> and so on. And it and and when she was almost finished, then the one one of the businesses they he asked her, um, uh, Auntie. Who are you and where are you from and so on? And then she explained to him and he says, Are you the the wife of Haji Yusuf Baruchi? Mm. I said, Yes. He said, Okay, now you sit here. Mm. Um, uh, he told his uh, wife, Go make some tea for the Aisha and give me that book here. Right. And, it, and then. Off you win, <laughs> and <laughs> you know it was. Uh, they said uh, the one guy would remark. He says, "No, this is what he reported." He said, "You know what? You put a tenner in on here. Mm. You know what will happen is this man that you should be will come here, <laughs> and he will give you back your tenner, and he said you need it more. <laughs> so please." Fix this. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Oh, wow. That is a so type of <laughs> challenges probably and the exactly uh, to, you know. And also, it kind of lends way to the type of person that Buta Yusuf himself was, you know, in terms of uh, finance and maybe the, the wheel and dealer, so to say, of society. And that's why he ended up also taking a treasury position later on. Yes, 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 but Yusuf was a no-nonsense guy, you know. Uh, um, if he owes you a tour in, he will give you a tour in. Okay. You know? And he will remember. Mm-hmm. You can forget about it, but he won't. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Now, Oriental Plaza going all the way up north in that particular time, I mean... Um, uh, it for me the the thing that I admire about it is active leadership. So she didn't sit and wait and people oh because it's Haji's wife so let's give her something. She actively went around and you know made that effort to go about doing things. And that's what I like about uh, her style of leadership and the way she went about it. Yes, another thing I can and can also mention Muhammad mm. is that you know when when she will sit with the ladies. Uh, when they have a meeting and they will decide, okay, who's going to make this and that. Then mm-hmm. she will also like say, okay, right, she will pitch in. I'll make three sandwiches. Right. Uh, you will do that and I will do that. But she al- always makes something. Mm. You know? Always comes to the party yeah. somewhat or the other. Up till now, you know. Mm. And the Aces get the special that she makes every year. Right. You know, she makes a, a dip, they call it, for mm-hmm. some horses and stuff like that. And then she makes... Probably a good load of that, mm-hmm. and every committee member, probably every ICC member, everybody that's that's that's, that's around her, mm-hmm. each one will get this jar, peanut butter jar of, right. of the special dip that she made with her own hands. Okay, and um, uh, you know. It's so nice that dip, you know, you, 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 when you start fasting and you break your fast with the samosa or whatever mm. and you use that dip, so she does it every year without fail. SubhanAllah. So that is why she is the mama of Parkwood community. But whilst we, you know, keeping that in our minds, let's head back to the marketplace. We'll resume shortly thereafter. Keep it locked to 91.3 FM. Born to serve. My eyes
Welcome back, respected listeners. My name is Muhammad Sheikh, and this week in Memory Lane, we are paying tribute to some of the uh, elderly folk in Parkwood. Their contributions and the active leadership which they showed, uh, the small things which they engaged in that made big, big leaps into the community of Parkwood. Auntie Aisha Baruchi, her husband, Buta Yusuf Baruchi, and uh, speaking to us is Mr. Ridwan Blake. So, you know, moving from the 80s, 90s, fresh apartheid, some of the challenges, um, h- how, did, how did they fare as a, a couple in terms of their contributions? You know, you mentioned Auntie Aisha was kind of with him wherever he was in somewhat. Um, what were some of the things they accomplished together? I, I remember Auntie Aisha and Buddha Yusuf, you know. They will do everything together. Right. If they had to go for a trip to India, mm-hmm. they will go together, Auntie Aisha and Buddha Yusuf. If it's a Umrah or maybe a second Hajj mm-hmm. or first Hajj, always together. You know, and um, that that was also remarkable when, uh, especially because of Buddha Yusuf's involvement with uh, our late, um, you know, our late respected leader, Maulana Ihsan Hendricks. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, to Maulana Ihsan Hendricks and the Aisha and Buddha Yusuf was an extended family. Wow, subhanAllah. You know? He uh, looked at Auntie Aisha and, uh, and Buddha Yusuf Baruzi as his own parents wow. as well subhanallah so he they played such a role in his life the late malaysan as well yes 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 mm. look um, there was many a times that um uh, buddha yusuf i mean we can say it now buddha yusuf and maulana that they want uh, they uh, went on this uh, special excursions you know taking money that was collected in Cape Town and so mm-hmm. on, and then taking it to uh, Palestine, to the Gaza. Or the oh, Buddha Yusuf was part of these uh, uh, journeys to overseas as well with Mulan Ihsan. And Anti Aisha was with? Oh, okay, interesting. So they went as a collective unit, didn't leave one behind, and the, the, the rest is also on the path. And I must mention one incident, okay, mm-hmm. of many, but this specific incident, I think there was a larger group. Not a small group, I think. So there was a larger group that went uh, from Cape Town to Palestine. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow they got hold of Buddha Yusuf and they started to uh, interrogate Buddha Yusuf. But Auntie Aisha was already through the borders and they right. were waiting on the other side in the bus. And I think the instruction from Buddha Yusuf was for them to, once you're on the other side, then you must go. Mm-hmm. But on this specific day, they waited for Buddha Yusuf them. Right. I think Maulani Ihsan was with and uh, some of the other prominent guys of the Al-Quds Foundation, they were all with. And uh, specifically, so you, now, Muhammad, you can just imagine, after they interrogated Buddha Yusuf, you know, mm-hmm. they wanted to know where is his wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? Because now they found out by somebody that somehow they know that you guys are taking some money into Palestine. Right, right. And lo and behold, there was Ante Aisha. Sure. And when they searched the bank, then they found the $25,000 on her. Mm. So you can well imagine, you know, this tiny uh, lady, soft-spoken and it, going through that ordeal. But Alhamdulillah, she's very strong, mm. besides all of that. So that was one incident where they were actually caught. And from there, there onwards, they were banned, obviously. To you know. travel overseas. But before that, they took many journeys into Palestine okay. to, to take some money over these and do their things and so on. I, I remember at one stage, 
Auntie Aisha and Buddha Yusuf was the only one mm. that went into Palestine and they attended the big Maharajan. Mm. And uh, uh, there's photos of them, you know, waving the South African flag. Oh, wow. SubhanAllah. Which year was this, if you could estimate? It was probably um, towards 2000. Towards 2000. Okay, so maybe not too long ago, but not uh, far back in the late 90s or the eight early 90s or so. So they were part, they were, you know, as we can see, part of the Al-Quds uh, contingency that left South Africa. Um, let's look or get back into Parkwood per se. And uh, what what are your first memories of Auntie Aisha? How, how do you remember her? No, when uh, as committee members, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's almost like you, you uh, how they how they call it, you know, a unkhron for you, Buddha Yusuf. Okay, so you will go to Buddha Yusuf and he will probably sometimes test your patience and so on. Mm-hmm. And Buddha Yusuf was not a, a, a guy that uh, you know, especially in a meeting, he will he will throw his punches. Okay, you know. You won't keep anything back. And um, um, you go through that and you start to appreciate, you know, mm-hmm. what the Buddha is about teaching you in actual fact. And then when we have these meetings at his home, you know, then you get this, this, this warm. Yes, Auntie Aisha, very mm. soft-spoken. The first thing that will ask you, uh, you know, make it eat out. Mm. And that goes for every community community member that's there, committee member, whoever you know comes yes, to our house. Yes. So you, as, as as that, um, would you like some tea? Can you sit down? You know that that uh, that you only that find with, uh, with the with those elderly people mm. from yesterday, you know, and um, that warmth. Now you have this meeting, and suddenly. Ten minutes later, there's some warm samosas. Mm. And then five minutes after that, there's a nice cup of hot tea. Right, right. Five minutes later, there's some sweet stuff. Mm. So, while the meeting is hotting up, and the <laughs> is just cooling it down. <laughs> and I think that happens to everyone, uh, and a lot of uh, people, or they, even uh, the CEO. Mm-hmm. You know that has visited Buddha Yusuf, both of him being the treasurer uh, of the MGC, they can vouch that that is just the hospitality that they got when they got into Auntie Aisha's house. Okay. Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, their family and uh, some of the children. Um, you know, w- w- what are some of the things, the memories that they lived on or they left for their children and the community? Alhamdulillah, you know, we can be very proud that um, their daughter, Rashida, mm-hmm. okay, she's actually fake working at the Al-Azhar school. Okay. And she's the secretary, you know, so mm-hmm. there she, you know, doing her thing. Right, you right. Know, uh, uh, carrying on the legacy of the father wonderful, and the mother. Wonderful, wonderful. And you get the... The son, uh, Marwan, is just one son, and then the eldest one is Fahri. Mm-hmm. And Fahri is has uh, now been asked to, to 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 sit in the treasury of the ICC, okay. and he is also the treasurer of the Pakut Islamic State Society. So okay, the legacy goes on. Right, right. And um, you can see, you know, mm. 
There is in, in Fakhri, I think working with him now as being the treasurer, mm-hmm. you know, you can see a little bit of Buddha Yusuf there and a little bit of Auntie Aisha there. Right, there's a fifty fifty mix. Yes, you can see that. But uh, you know, um like I've also I think all of them mm-hmm. to uh the brothers and the sisters and so on. You know, if they don't want to come in with yeah, me and sure. so on. And I think they just so very modest and shy mm. that um, they said, no, no, you know, we don't want people to actually know and things <laughs> like that. So I said, yes, no, look yes. um, I'm just, uh, for one thing, I'm very sorry that we couldn't have this, uh, uh, you know, type of interview mm-hmm. for uh, Haji Yusuf, perhaps. Yes, yes, you yes. Know? We're trying uh, to incorporate a little bit uh, of him into so that we can share the spotlight between both of them because they did almost everything together yes 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 no so definitely that's why we're trying to get bits and pieces of um you know what they did together as a couple the power couple so to say for the community and and like you said muhammad they did everything together so it's only befitting mm-hmm. that we pay homage to auntie aisha yes yes because absolutely. very soon you know then uh, um she might not be there mm-hmm. and then we want to and actually, if I bring the flowers, so we're saying we want to bring the flowers while she's still alive. Absolutely. And I think that's the best way to remember the struggles, the sacrifices of uh, our more, you know, senior people of the community. Um, people have gone through the years, gone through the roughage and the uh, the challenges of apartheid, post-apartheid. I mean, I wouldn't know what it was like living up in that time, per se, or at least... Um, what struggles they went through, uh, the social circumstances, living in Parkwood, living in different areas, but uh, Alhamdulillah, they you know they 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 raised a legacy. Yeah, and they still there, and she's still continuing doing her stuff. Wonderful, and that is amazing. Doing she will her. call, she will call uh, uh, me and say, Blakey, you know, I need to see you. Um, I need to have this and that and that done. Right, and and it's and it's you know it's a yearly thing. It's. Uh, I don't want to mention these things, but I mean it's it's things that 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 needs to be done. Correct. Like maybe um, sharing some zakat. Or, yes, yes. You know, yes. she she will meticulously remember which especially people, people that was attached to Masjid Sabar. Right. You know that perhaps that one has lost a, a husband. That one has lost a wife. Mm-hmm. And the children is maybe struggling and so on, so on. But then Auntie Aisha will meticulously remember those people and will say, okay. You these know, are the people that are worthy of. These are the of, people uh, that we need to to look after. Subhanallah. And sometimes I think we don't know the people who are struggling because we're not involved in their lives. We don't know what they are going through. Everybody's such in a in a, such a big cocoon that you have no idea what's going on in the next person's life. And to pinpoint and to identify a person that is struggling in a manner that is kept behind the curtain, not to take away the dignity. And this is what Auntie Aisha has been doing from what I gather. Yes, and she's been doing it meticulously every year. Mm, so know. it seems like the treasury genes rubbed off onto her from uh, Buddha Yusuf. <laughs> yes, and, and to your son as well. Okay, yes, to son Fakhri. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so, alhamdulillah, so three children and, you know, they're also contributing some capacity. What was uh, Buta Yusuf's inclination towards uh, finance and to head up the MJC's finance uh, desk? 
Look, but they used to have, was a guy that is, is a businessman. Okay. You know, I can just recall that um, when Buddha Yusuf was, uh, he was running a garage, a key motors, I think, at some time. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, the ICC was in trouble and they needed the premises. Right. And Buddha Yusuf, uh, uh, you know, the premises that he had, mm-hmm. the garage at that time, he, he just used it and said, okay, they can use those premises. You know, so. The caliber of the Yusuf, you know, taking those initiatives. The, at, at the time when the, the ICC was struggling and, and needed a, a, a home, mm-hmm. but the Yusuf went and he, go, he bought the, the premises, mm-hmm. you know. There might have been some of the other members that weren't in favor. Right. But Alhamdulillah, 10 years later, you can go into a... a Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see there, there is the ICC in His glory. Subhanallah, it's uh, from that sale or from that giving it off for the ICC. That's where it started, or that's what gave them that home to conduct their, you know, regular dealings and so forth. Yes, 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 and and the Aisha was always a lady behind the scenes, you know, spurring uh, on Buddha Yusuf. I I can. Possibly uh, 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 just imagine the type of things that he had to go through, you know. Because, look, there's a lot of people out there and sometimes you're not in favor and they are not in your mm. favor and so on. And these things, uh, you know, it, it affects you emotionally. And, um, I mean, I myself has, has been involved with this and I could see sometimes these emotional effects that, a lot of, uh, you know, dealing with people have on you. And then going back to a home where you have this this, this, this warmth, mm. this relaxation, this, uh, uh, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Come sit down, have a cup of tea, you know. If you want to talk, you can talk. Mm. And the Aisha would listen to you. Subhanallah. You know? So she was really a mother for the community. Any person, any community member, trustee, always felt welcomed by her. Yes, yes, even the, not not just committee members. I right, mean, right. Many of this youth, the, uh, um, I, I, uh, one of um, the people that I also admire is um, Buddha Suleiman and his, and his wife, mm-hmm. you know, um, Samsudin. They stay in Pogut and he will always, you know, have something nice to say about Auntie Aisha. Mm-hmm. And they are not part of the committee, but they are just, you know, people that have dealt with Andi Aisha mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Because I think his wife makes some cookies for the ICC every month, and that relationship that they have, mm-hmm. you know, and that beautiful way of how Andi Aisha would honor them. Right. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's just so beautiful mm-hmm. having that... Um, it reminds me of, of my granny that passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, when you walk into the um, Auntie Halima is her name, and when you walk into their homes, they would say, Mekan, mm-hmm. And you would say, Yes, ma, I did. But, you know, just another two ticks, then the soup will be there in, in front of you. Mm. And then you will have the soup. Subhanallah. You know? So that is a type of atmosphere. Mm. And the Aisha had at the home all the time. Wonderful. I think uh, th- there's no feeling to describe warmth.
when you're entering somebody's home and you feel warm. It's not just a house anymore. It's actually a home uh, in a way you feel welcome. And it doesn't have to be a relationship by blood. It can be a relationship by means of mahabba, of, of unity and, you know, closeness growing up in the community. Um, in terms of uh, Buddha Yusuf and her, you know, maintaining that relationship with other people and things like that, um, would you say it was easier for them as the years went by to keep up and maintain the community relationships that they had? One thing that I, uh, that I personally learned from Buddha Yusuf, and I would think it, 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 it should be a lesson for all committee members out there, mm-hmm. you know, um, at the end of the day, we are all social animals. Mm. And sometimes as committee members, as guys that run uh, uh, clubs and so on, we kind of get that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's always just coming to the meeting and it's business as usual. Right. But what Buddha Yusuf taught us is that Buddha Yusuf would take each committee member mm-hmm. individually in his private capacity. Mm-hmm. He will contact you. And he will say, let's go for a cup of coffee. Mm. You know, so they told me that we need to, you know, synergize and need to go that extra mile mm-hmm. to take out of the the, the, uh, the norm that we have in meetings and that and just go a little bit outside of that in a more relaxed atmosphere yes. and then get to know each other. Definitely. No, I can I can agree more. I mean... Taking the heat away from everything, basically, you know, so that you get some breeze and you get some coolness before things get heated up. Yes, and then you kind of understand the person more Mm -hmm. and you kind of understand the the person's temperament more Mm -hmm. and then you can relate more to each other. So I would say um, what he has taught us also, is the Bosbarat. Okay, can you, you know, help us understand that? Go on to a, a bosbarat with the guys because sometimes it's just that that you need mm. to to get close together again. And mm-hmm. then for the next six to seven months, mm-hmm. the committee and everybody's working close together. And then suddenly everybody starts, you know, uh, disintegrating, apart. doing their little stuff on it. And then this bosbarat, when it comes back again, that's mm. the social animal, then it Get you closer together again. Right. And you rekindle. And then you carry on for the next six, seven months again. Mm. And that is one of the lessons that we've picked up from, from the Yusuf Baruchi. But Auntie Aisha will say, she was always in the background. Okay. You know? Auntie Aisha will make this pot of nice food mm. to, for us to take on this Bosphara. Right. You know? And, and she'll uh, be cooking and everything as well. She will, uh, it's, it's like, you know, this is the tradition that she sits. Mm-hmm. When you guys go, here's the big pot of food mm-hmm. that everybody can enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and it's a pot of bunchies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's the heart, the thought behind it yes. for the entire group. You know, it's something, something very unique, uh, something that's not always prevalent in our communities today, unfortunately. But something we can learn and try and re- or bring back into our lives. I would say, Muhammad Sheikh, that is exactly what we need. For mm. the committees out there, you know, sometimes a guy would say, why would you want to expend money? You're wasting money going on. Let's do business. Mm. We need that social, you yes. know, interaction with each other mm-hmm. because we are social animals. Yes. And if we don't do that, we will, we will lose the plot at the end of the day. No, of course. You need to balance. You need to have a fine balance, uh, you know, between your socialness and everything as well. You can't just be 
one-sided basically and i totally agree with that but on that note inshallah let's head to the marketplace and we'll resume shortly thereafter keep it locked to 91.3 fm born to serve my Welcome back, respected listeners. My name is Muhammad Sheikh, and this evening we are talking about uh, Parkwood, a journey down Parkwood Lane, uh, a community notorious for many, many things, but at the same time, uh, even more famous for bringing about leaders of caliber, leaders that shine through their actions in the likes of uh, Auntie Aisha Baruchi, her husband, Buta Yusuf Baruchi, and uh, many other stalwarts. And speaking to us about that is uh, Mr. Ridwan Blake about their legacies. So, um, what is one of the things that the community does, you know, on on occasion to honor these people, to honor their legacies, and uh, how do we carry it forward from here? Alhamdulillah, they, they, this year, you know, there was a, um, one of the Maulanas, Maulana Nazim Dabir, mm-hmm. they started the thing uh, uh, honoring the ulama in the area and the committees and so on. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it was a nice thing that they that they did, but this is as um, for us now, you know, as um, me representing the committee of Masjid Sabr. Um, I think from there onwards we thought, you know what, we need to really embrace and uh, those people that have uh, left a legacy for us, mm-hmm. like Auntie Aisha and Bada Yusuf. Right, and right. we need to use these platforms to actually speak about them mm. so that others might be inspired and might to find out more and maybe, you know, follow their footsteps. No, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, it's very important that we we honor them, we have regular interactions with them, I think, and, you know, uh, we engage and we encourage our youth to learn from them, sit in their company, get some bit of wisdom to continue with their lives, and um, I'm sure they might learn a thing or two. Oh, yes. Mm. Well, yes, we we'll always learn from them. This, you don't even have to speak to them, you just watch them. Yes. And you will learn from them. SubhanAllah, I think. And, you know, we we learn a lot from the people around us, especially if you're observant. But sometimes we're not that observant and we don't take in as much as, much as we'd like to as well, or as much as we'd need to. But um, no matter what, those, those lights, you know, um, shine bright. And when they are not with us, and they're not in the community, or if you attend an event and you don't see Auntie Aisha there, and then you know, it's like already ringing alarm bells, oh wow, what's happening? Because so used to the presence, and you know, when you don't have them, uh, it becomes a, a, a form of uh, discontentment. But I think uh, we need to groom and we need to bring about people of today to lead in that pathway. I totally agree. It's like, you know, um, having abundance of water, but when there's a scarcity, mm. then we start falling around and we think, okay, what do we need to do? Mm-hmm. So similarly, yes, I would agree, Muhammad. So I would say oh, my, uh, you know, um, advice would be that, you know, we have anti Asia still around. Mm. Whoever knows of anti Asia, you know, mm-hmm. go sit with her. 
Go ask her to make a little dua for you. You mm. have a little bit of a problem. Mm. Because I really think, you know, Allah is there. Absolutely. And if she makes a dua for you, I think Allah will just accept it. No, without doubt. Without doubt. I think uh, their duas are so, you know, we would use the word mustajab or acceptable in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, yeah, I think we should take the opportunity to do so and ask our, uh, you know, a more senior generation for their duas. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. We need them. They are very important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, without them, our community won't be the same. Wonderful. Is there a message on behalf of maybe the Parkwood Isla- Estate Islamic Society that you'd like to send out to um, our community leaders, those that have come before us, that are still with us, inshallah? I would just say, you know, um, to everybody, even to the leaders, um, look, the Yusufay served on the MGC and on a lot of bodies. And he's not there anymore, but his wife is still there. Mm-hmm. And she played a major role mm-hmm. in him being the, the type of person that he was. Mm-hmm. So I would say to, to everybody out there, to our CEO, to our you know, normal people, to our organizations, like your ICC now and the Poverty State Islamic Society and whatever organization that knows about the Asia, you know, Go make contact with her. Mm-hmm. Find out when when is a special day. I think on the 13th of September, that was her birthday. Okay. So, you know, you, we, we need to take cognizance of those special days. Mm-hmm. Put it on our diaries and pick up the phone and just say, Asalaamu Alaikum and Aisha. May you have a splendid day and may have a happy birthday, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or not maybe just for the birthday. Just sometimes just pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. And just phone and ask and Aisha, how are you? Make dua for me. My child is maybe going into the Quran, or my husband is sick, or this and that. You know, we can do that, and mm-hmm. surely Allah will accept those deeds, and Allah will make your life and my life so much easier. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I guess that's where we have to leave it today, Mr. Ridwan Blake. Shukran so much to you for taking the time out and uh, uh, enlightening us about this wonderful couple, the Baruchi couple of Parkwood Estate and their contributions, their togetherness, their, the, the power couple status which they enjoyed, inshallah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless Auntie Aisha, grant her a longer life full with good health, prosperity, afia, goodness, all that our hearts desire for. And the same dua to all our community members out there that are slowly uh, you know leaving us but at the same time those that still have wonderful lives ahead of them inshallah our dua goes out to them and shukran to you for taking the time out and talking to us about uh, this the the people of our community Jazakallah Muhammad um, shukran for allowing me um, I might also say you know if there's anything that I've said out of uh, proportion mm-hmm. I ask a big mouth to everybody and especially to Auntie Aisha and her family if I may, may have embarrassed them and so on, that was not the intention at all. Absolutely. So may Allah accept her as our mother and we will always look at her as our mother. Definitely. The mother of Parkwood Estate community. On that note, that's where we have to leave it for this evening. Inshallah. Shukran so much to each of you for taking the time out. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you for tuning into our program. And uh, I hope you've been inspired. I hope it has been some sort of benefit to you. On that note, it's time to leave. Bid you farewell. Hand you in the in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until the next time, from myself, Muhammad Sheikh, all of us here at Voice of the Cape. Fi amanillah. Wassalamu alaikum. ورحمة الله وبركاته
to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands will for change, my tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope, let's hold hands as we may. 